All right. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to In the Rough, a podcast for people who suck at golf. My name's Ed, and I'm accompanied here with my good friend, Jamie, and it's safe to say that we both suck at golf. Here to talk about it, so pour yourself a drink and enjoy this episode of In the Rough. Tonight, we're going to talk about the strange game that we play called golf. Jamie, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I am fantastic. It is Masters week. I'm ready to watch some golf, sit down with a pimento cheese sandwich, and enjoy the weekend. You know, I, I freaking love... Jumping right in, Jamie. How... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I freaking love Masters week. And what, what an exciting weekend we have because Jordan Spieth just won the Texas Open, and he is coming off what I believe a four-year deficit of not winning a damn thing. And now everyone's talking about him. And then we got Bryson. I don't know if you saw the video of him uh, him popping off rounds down range in front of Vijay Singh. I think he almost hit 200 miles per hour, probably even more, uh, in the driving range with his driver. That's insane right now. It is absolutely filthy to watch, but it is so much fun to watch him swing. Just watching his body move the way that it does, he is a freaking tank, and he sends that ball as hard as he can. It is – it's actually adding a lot of excitement into golf because I think one of the main stigmas with golf is that it's such a slow game that it's an old person's game. But then you watch some of the guys like Bryson DeChambeau play, and you see that this guy's just ripping as hard as he can, but you watch him send one of these, he almost does a touchdown celebration in the tee box. And it brings back to the fun of the game. So I think that that really says a lot about it. And I'm really excited to watch this weekend. Can't wait to see who wins. And I hope that all the players out there have a great time. Uh, for sure, for sure. I mean, Bryson's definitely changing the way the game is being played. I mean, if you're leaving looking um, – Bryson's definitely changing the game. Uh, everyone's trying to hit the ball further. Um, but as we know, last year, he didn't do all that great. Um, he did complain about some illnesses. He did say uh, he talked to the media a little bit, and he's talked about how um, he wasn't feeling all that great, and it was an illness. I'm not 100%, 100% sure what was going on. And it took him four to five months to really get over it. But – Definitely excited. I'm a little sad Tiger's not going to be there. Um, I'm really, really upset about that, but uh, I'm glad he's safe. He's, uh, he's okay. He's resting here in South Florida. And um, I'm very curious to see who's going to be coming out on top. Well, so just curious, did you hear about the report on Tiger's accident that he was apparently doing twice the speed limit in a 45 and – and all that. Basically, everything that I heard from the police press session earlier said that it's it's going to be his fault. Now, were there other factors involved? Who knows? But yeah, that'll be interesting. You for know, sure. I, I didn't hear anything about um, the actual incident. Um, well, anything after the fact. Um, I'm well aware of the accident. Um, I kind of imagine speed took into an was a was a huge factor 
from what I've been told, that area is a little crazy. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with how the road, um, I believe it was a bend that he, a little churn that he didn't, he wasn't made aware of. If you go too fast, it, it could be trouble. But you know what? I'm just happy he's okay. I hope, I really hope everything comes, I mean, he becomes healthy again. He can walk. And really, I hope that he can continue playing golf because uh, I don't know about you, but for me, I, I watched this guy growing up as a kid and I thought to myself, holy crap. You know, he, he rev revolutionized the game and he popularized it. And I owe my interest, my thanks to him. So I really hope he comes back uh, 100%. I completely agree. So jumping into the episode, how long have you been playing uh, golf? You no, know, I've been playing since 2018. Uh, I remember driving back and forth uh, to and from work, and I would see this driving range, and I always thought to myself, why? Why do people play this sport? Um, why do people go out there? It looks so boring. And I thought to myself, why not give it a shot? Uh, I went to the range. I got a small bucket of balls because I thought to myself, there's no way that I'm going to really be interested in this. I rented this god-awful wooden driver from the range and with absolutely no instruction, like no knowledge of this game, I attempted to, I just literally gripped it and ripped it and completely missed. Didn't even hit the ball. I was about I was about to say, John Daly, how'd that um, work for you, gripping and ripping? Absolutely awful. It was possibly the funniest thing <laughs> anyone could ever seen, but I was determined. I did it again, and eventually I made contact only for it to slice way right. I mean, it was awful. Um, but something clicked, and I'm like, I was determined. Absolutely determined. So I went through that small bucket fast and I was like, screw this. Went back inside, grabbed a large bucket and, you know, I got one. I'm pretty sure I got at least one ball dead straight. And the feeling that I got was like, holy crap. And I've been hooked ever since I've been, uh, I've, I guess you could say I'm addicted to this game this strange game we call golf. <laughs> That's fair. And yeah, it happens I mean, uh, like that. Uh, how, how long have you been I playing? Want to say that I've been playing since, I guess, my sophomore year of college, which would have been 2015, 2016. I played a little bit when I was back in high school. However, I was a full-time baseball player. So I wasn't really allowed to touch a driver or any golf club for that matter because the gotcha. swings are so different. But once, uh, once baseball ended and I was just sitting down in beautiful Daytona Beach, Florida with nothing to do, you know, you kind of sit there, yeah, let's go play a quick round of golf. And I didn't quite have the correct group to play with in the beginning, so I played with some transients who may or may not have gotten me blacklisted from a course if I'm going to uh, foreshadow <laughs> a future episode. But we had some great times. And through those dumb little experiences, I really got hooked on this game. Now, in the beginning, might there have been 
a little bit of alcohol involved with this game that we play that we play called golf potentially but the funny thing is most of the time when i go out now i play sober maybe i'll bring a singular beer with me for the front and or back nine but i just enjoy it i enjoy the outdoor air and especially with the whole covid situation we all need to get outside stay active and just take in the world yeah for for sure i mean the way at least for me, I, I don't get to go outside all that often. And any excuse is a great excuse, in my opinion. But one thing that I want to circle back on is um, I heard you played baseball. So I have it on good authority um, that you didn't play baseball. Well, it depends. If you're hearing from our good friend James, I can tell you that he's a liar and I indeed did play baseball. All right. All right. So here's here's the true question. Do you consider golf a sport, a game, or an activity? Right. Um, I personally call it a, an activity or a game and not a sport, only because I'm not out there every day playing in tournaments, uh, trying to make a living. I, I really don't go out and practice as much as I really should if I wanted to get better. I probably go out maybe once, twice a week to the driving range, play once, twice a month, um, a full 18. But I feel like if you're going to call it a sport, and this is 100% my opinion, if you're going to call it a, if, call it a sport, then it's probably going to be you're out there making a living, hustling, you know. But for me, I call it a sport. I mean, I call it an activity. But every once in a while, I'll trip myself up and I will call it a sport. What about you? I get that. And I I think I'm going to agree with you that it's a game, but I'll also challenge it's a sport. So even though I don't train to play golf and I don't practice my swing and the whole game as much as I should and really as much as I need to or as much as I would have practiced baseball back in the day. There are still some aspects that come into account. Like, again, you watch some of the players who are currently dominating the course right now, like DeChambeau and all of them. They are not small guys. They are fit. They are, well, really just all muscle. And that's the only way that you're going to power a ball 300-plus yards. Even with today's technology, which helps the player hit the ball farther, there is still a physical side of it. So that's why I'll challenge you on that just a little bit. But I think that this is one of the few games that is that really means something different to every other player. Some take it more seriously. Some are more leisurely with it. Some just do it to, to get outside. It's really whatever you make of it. No, I, I, I get you 100%. Um, you know, what, what Bryson is doing is, is nothing short of amazing. I mean, he dominated uh, the U.S. Open with, you know, his uh, long drives. You know, it's just – but and he, here's a – I know I'm going to uh, create a lot of controversy here. It's – at least in my opinion – I would rather hit it straighter than further. And if, if you look at, if you look at, uh, what was it called? 
Kevin Kisner. Not a very long hitter, not a very big guy. Ranked always for for the for the better part of a couple years top 30 in the world. And he's doing pretty good. Yeah, so I was actually talking to a friend who's just getting into the game of golf right now. She's actually never played a full round or even nine at this point. She's only hit at the driving range. All right, yeah. And she sent me a video of her, she sent me a video of her swing actually, and I'm looking at it. This is I want to say that video was taken the third time she's picked up a driver and she hit it straight. And I'm sitting there scratching the top of my head like shit, I wish I could do that. And I, I literally just had to say to her, like, look, hitting it straight is half the battle. I will take accuracy and a straight ball over distance any day because the one difference is that you find the straight ball 97% mm-hmm. of the time. You can rip it as hard as you can, and when it's the second that's off the fairway, you don't find it. So that is something that really has to be taken definitely, into consideration. Definitely. Uh, um, so where are you at your golf so, game right now? Uh, so I think I'm at a very average area. I normally shoot between an 80 and an 85 for a full round. So I'm not good, but I'm not bad per se. Um, do I occasionally take a mulligan? Yeah. Cause you know, you, you get that swing and just go, oh, I did this. Okay. Let's see if I can do it again. And then you hit the right shot and you're like, okay, see, I can do it. So while I don't play ultra, ultra tough on myself, I do what I can to make it a little bit challenging for me. Um, The biggest challenge in my game right now definitely has to be my drivers. Because when I hit them straight, they are dead straight. But the problem is hitting them straight consistently. And I'm okay with a slight hook or something on it. But the problem is, as a righty who used to play baseball, my ball likes to go about 80 yards straight and then 120 yards to the right. Obviously, those numbers are a little uh, exaggerated, but I'm sure that that will help the average listener realize exactly (laughs) what the hell my ball is doing. Where would you say you are in this game? You you know – I'm, I'm not. So we played golf together. You know, I'm. Unfortunately, the day that you and I actually played, I, I wasn't at my my best. I was at my all time worst. Um, it's. Yes. Is that I, what you're going with? But no, my average. All right. So my average <laughs> score is around the high 80s. Uh, my lowest score is actually an 85. It was my I was at my local muni, doing really good really well actually and everything was just going great but most of the time high 80 uh high 80s um i think my last round was 88 um i was at a new course um wasn't really familiar with the layout didn't know how the greens um wasn't familiar with any of the greens so that's just what you have to you know that, that's just what that's what happens when you go to a course that you're not very familiar with hoping to go there again but definitely high 80s i struggle a lot with my driver um 
And if I'm being 100% honest, I don't really use it all that much. I use my three wood. I hit my three wood about 220, which I think is just 10 yards under most people's average for a driver. And it's relatively straight. I'll get it either on the green or either just outside of, uh, you know, in the rough. But I save, I think I save everything with my short game and I'm a pretty decent um, putter. And I do practice a lot of putting at home. Oh, but, you know, that's really one of the few things that you can do at home aside from having a, a simulator at your house. You know, get a get a little putting mat and just, you know, do some putts. Yeah, I completely understand that part. And it it is those little practice areas that make a difference. And, and you know, it's 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 not that so, you know, at least for me, I'm very grateful to have, you know, a, a place, a house that has a very large patio. I think my patio is probably don't know the exact yardage, but it's it's quite large. And I literally get a, a, a chipping mat, foam balls, and a and what I do is I put a bucket on the other side of the other side of the um, the patio, and I just chip balls. And you know, I don't know if you remember, but when we were playing, the solid thing was in my game was the chipping, the bump and runs, you know, the short game because. That's what I practice almost every day. Yeah, I do remember that. And I remember sitting there saying, why the hell am I not chipping the ball so well? And so just the listeners uh, to know, I recently got a new, a new uh, 60 degree wedge. For whatever reason, I cannot hit it like my old 61 degree. I don't know why or how I'm either too fat on the ball, too thin on the ball, but I'd never hit it just right. So maybe I just need to swing it more, but it is driving me You know, me it's definitely crazy. a feel thing. You, you're going to have to go out there and you're going to have to give it a few, few swings, give it a few tries and see how it differs, how it's different from what you used to game. But um, definitely feel. Yeah. I'll figure it out eventually. I'm not going to say my day, um, that but... is the worst part of your game, the chipping or the driving, which one of those two you think are the worst. I'm definitely not going to say that chipping is the worst part of my game because traditionally speaking, that's been a very, very strong part. Like I know if I get into the sand, I can get out and give myself a pretty good position. Almost every time I'm very skilled at getting out of the sand. And even with my pitching or my gap wedge, or sorry, my approach wedge, I'm pretty spot on with those swings. It's just that 60-degree wedge that's just toying with me right now. I think I have to earn its respect before gotcha. it starts to put out. But the, the driving has to be the hardest part for me. And if there's a trickier hole, it's not uncommon for me to grab my my uh, my four iron and just punch it straight because I know I you, can hit You know, that my straight. recommendation to you, and, I mean, uh, again, I'm, I'm not a pro, nowhere near a pro, not an instructor or anything of the sort. But what's helped me out a lot, aside from practicing here at my house, is hitting up your short par three course because it forces you to use, you know, those lower clubs. It really does because, 
I mean, the whole, I mean, at least with my course, the, the, uh, I live in South Florida. My short course is, uh, Jupiter dunes and I'm constantly using my, uh, my 52, my 56 and my 60, almost every hole. So it forces you to use those clubs or, you know, you sink, you know? Yeah, I understand that. So actually there's a course that I play quite a bit over the summer that's up in uh, Brick, New Jersey by the name of Forge Ponds. Now it's a short, or actually I guess you would call it a long part three course. I don't know what the yardage is off the top of my head, but par is 62. And so funny story, I played it for the first time about two years ago and I walked off the course and I'm looking at my digital scorecard. I'm like, hell yeah, I shot a 72. I walk home or well, I didn't walk home. I drove home and I told my dad, I'm like, I shot a 72 and he goes, no effing way. What's par on the course? And I pull up the scorecard to show him and brag. I go, oh wait, par 62. Oh my God. I've never laughed so freaking hard than that yeah, one moment um, in my life. I'm, no words. No words really come to mind right now. I mean, I'm, I'm very lucky. And I'm very lucky that had that happened to me and I were to tell my, you know, my fiance, my family, no one in my family or even my fiance knows anything about golf. So I could shoot out anything and they'll be like, oh, that's great, honey. You know, I'm like. But yeah, I've, I would just, you know, bite my tongue, let you have that moment for, at least for me, I let you have that moment. Yeah, no, I agree. And now my family's not really one to give me shit about my game. In fact, I was very much brought up with golf is a, it's a more proper sport activity and it has its roots in the business culture. So I was really taught to play golf for that effect. And I never really thought that I would use it, but in the beginning when I started my career, I did find myself with a group of my colleagues who were saying, Hey, you want to go play golf one weekend? Hell yeah. And we actually had some fun. And a few of us, one round, might have played skins. And after the third hole, we realized we're all terrible and stopped doing that. I gotcha. So does your family and friends give you any crap about how much golf you you play? When I first told told my parents that I was interested in playing golf, they considered it a fad. He's like, oh, he's just, you know, going through a phase. He's just, you know going to play it for a few months and just give up on it. Here I am, what, almost three, four years in, still going strong. And um, hopefully one day I'll, I can show everyone my, uh, my, my office here, golf themed. But yes, I do get a little bit of crap from especially my coworkers. Um, I just got, you know, I, I just started a new position but my position prior, um, anytime golf was mentioned, they looked at me and they would always mention, oh, yeah, he plays the most boring sport in the world. And I'm like, um, first of all, rude. Because, you know, 
it, 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 I granted it looks extremely boring while watching it, especially when you're first introduced. But as you get into the sport, as you get into it, it just, it, it, it just takes, it literally just takes over you. Yeah. And I, so I've always said this about football, actually. So a lot of people call me un-American because I don't really enjoy what watching college football. football or, or like professional football. Because I'm not a huge fan of professional football. I love college football. I think that's that that that's awesome. That's... Well, I would I actually wouldn't say really any football, and same with basketball. Now, if it's a big game, will I watch it? Yeah, like for college football, the Army Navy game, I am. Oh, yeah. The Army Navy game. That is one of the most watched games, regardless um, if you come from a military background, uh, regardless if anything. It's just an interesting game. Yeah, and I mean, so I've always known about the the rivalry between the two, but obviously due to my employment with one of them at a point in my career – I'm now more invested in seeing that. So when they started offering bus tours saying, Hey, do you guys want to, do you guys want to go to the game? We'll bus you from the base up to the stadium and back What? and give you time to tailgate. It's like, really? Hell yeah. Oh, come on. I passed on it the year before COVID. I'd be kicking myself for that one. That's a once in a lifetime. So, Dude, I'm still kicking myself. Well, you know, pre-COVID, you didn't really think much of it. Oh, like, definitely. Oh, I COVID. Can go next year. I'm, I'm trying out but, the curse. Uh, I'm really trying out the curse, but COVID really screwed everyone. But yeah, um, that is a game. I mean, like again, I don't have I, any ref, uh, military affiliation with either, or, but that is a, a game that um, I would love to see. I would love to attend. Um, Maybe, who knows? Maybe one day you and I will both go to one of those games. We, we never know. Exactly. Hell yeah, man. Let's start looking for tickets. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right. So what are, what are your, some of your goals? But going um, back- I mean, I know um, 2021 here, we're still um, being affected by COVID. But, uh, you know, I I'm I'm at least trying to go out, trying to be safe as possible. But what are your goals for this year? Oh, that's a tough one, Jamie. Um, I think if I had to pick my biggest goal, it would be consistent tee shots. Because realistically speaking, you will lose a majority of your golf balls off of the tee. So if I can learn to hit my shot straight, off the tee 80% of the time, I've now considerably reduced my score just off of penalty strokes. So I think that would be the biggest part that I want to improve on. If I had to pick a secondary one that's that's easily a rival to that, it would be my putting. As much as I hate to say it, I will be honest, I'm a proud (laughs) member of Team 3-Putt, and I'm going to be a team captain for a while. So... That has to be my other area of improvement. No, I mean, what are your team three putt is a real thing right now. I mean, 
as much as all of us would love to not admit that we three put, we three put. Let's be honest. I mean, the it, it happens. What do you expect? I mean, we're human. And we're not pros either. So you know, a three foot pup for us and, might and you know what be it, difficult I mean, for some of us. I mean, we're not pros, <laughs> even we though don't we don't have want to professional it. caddies letting us know. I mean, some of these caddies that these pros have, they have had experience um, with, not just with that person, but with multiple people. You know, they, they have this whole thing already planned out before the, the, the pro even sets foot on the course. It's like, this is what we need to look for. You and I, let's be honest. I mean, we're, we're going in blind, really. Yeah. Going in blind, just the way that I like it. So overall, I think that wraps up our inaugural episode of In the Rough, a podcast for people who suck at golf. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and please tune back in in the future. We're going to talk about many different topics from golf trips, our equipment, the blacklist and getting bans from the golf course, drinking on the course, the cart girls we're going to talk about all of it so feel free to tune in weekly i mean I'll, also Ahmed. also if anyone wants to message us on instagram uh we have our instagram page going uh it's in the rough golf podcast um i have one as well an individual one it's jamie in the rough golf podcast and i believe ed has one as well ed in the rough golf podcast um yeah, please feel free to add us, message us, tag us, whatever you want. And if you have any questions or anything that you want to see on any show, please feel free to let us know and we will try to work yes, it in. Thank you. I mean, it means a lot to not just myself, but Ed, that you're listening in. Um, if there's nothing else said, thank you so much, everyone. All right, you guys take care. Thanks, everyone.